Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Doe's Nose. This episode is being brought to you in part by Kona Boys, Hurley, Kona Coffee and Tea, GoPro, Maverick Sport Fishing, Deuce Gym, Oakley Sunglasses, and Original Nutritionals. This week, I am down in Fiji. Yes, down below the equator on the little heart-shaped island of Tavarua. You, I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about this a million times with a lot of the guests that are on the show, but it's the most amazing place in the world. And, um, you know, we do that thing with Omaze every year and Kelly Slater and Shane Dorian. And, you know, we get to raise a whole bunch of money and you actually get a chance to come down and win a trip with us. And that's what's happening right now. And we have a great winner on the trip right now. His name's William. He brought his wife and his kid. They're having a blast. And I have so many cool people on this island that this is actually the first of many podcasts that are going to be coming out of here for the next few weeks just because of the amount of amazing people that are on the trip. And this week I have Hillary Shepard. And Hillary is, you might remember her from the Power Rangers. She was the evil villain Diva Tox. And um, she's also in Star Trek and many other things. She's massive in the whole Comic Con scene. So, um, Hillary, let's give a big warm welcome out to you. Welcome to Doze Nose. Welcome to Doe's Nose. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. Now, um, we are actually brand new friends. That's right. I've known you for a week now. Well, six days. Let's get specific. Six days. Six okay. days. I, Doe's, you're incredible. You've made this trip. We're in this beautiful island in Fiji, and he's just leading the pack and making everyone have the greatest time. So if anyone, if you get to hang out with Doe's, you're really lucky. Oh, well, you're really sweet. Thank you. you. But how's this view that we have right now? It's unreal. It's ridiculous. We're, we're in look, heaven. We're looking right at cloud break right here. We've got these beautiful coconut trees. There's not much wind going on. It's incredible ocean water right here. Oh, the water is so warm. It's turquoise. I had to walk through the jungle to get here, you guys. Uh-huh. There's that was some, a cool trail. Oh, huh? so cool. And then we're in the most beautiful spot. Yeah, well, you caught some good waves this morning. <laughs> I saw you. I can't believe you saw me. You yeah, I'm did. here with all these pro surfers, and I'm surfing, and it's embarrassing because obviously I'm not, you know. Oh, you did absolutely oh, fantastic. thank you. You know what? I had so much fun. Um, and you look like a supermodel on the board. You're well, just all classy, just arms in the air. The just... most important thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it. I had to get my outfit. It's very hard to surf in a bathing suit that doesn't fall off. So, uh -huh. you know, that's number one. Kept but my you, bathing suit on. You're in the water all the time. I hear that you're uh, doing stand-up paddleboarding all the time in L.A. with people like your stand-up paddleboard partners are like Neil Young. 
That is true, yes. Daryl Hannah. That's right. That's well, your best friend. Daryl's been my best friend since we were teenagers, um, 16 and 17. We met, we fell in love. And it's really funny when people see us in L.A. all these years later, they always say, you two are still together? Like we're this like, old married couple. <laughs> Why would we not be? <laughs> <laughs> and she's my partner in crime. And the best thing is, is her partner is Neil Young and my partner, Dr. Tim Brown, actually love each other. So the four of us love to hang out. And That's so cool. It's been so great because over the years we've had partners who do not like each other and Daryl and I always pick each other over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, now, we both know we're in love. How long have Neil and Daryl, uh, I can't even talk right now. Um, you're, in a, you're looking at me. It's Darryl, hard. How long have Neil and Daryl been together? Because I know Neil has a house on the Big Island. Yes. Uh-huh. Right um, at a super sick surf spot. Yeah, he did. I'm not sure if he still has it, but... Um, they think they've been together four years now. Wow. Yeah, so it's been awesome. We just saw them. Uh, we went to the desert trip, saw him play uh, with the most incredible band mm-hmm. that he has, Willie Nelson's kids, right. who are just unreal musicians, and we had a really good time. Daryl and I ran off and went. Our, our favorite thing to do is go um, flea marketing, so we ran off to different thrift stores and found really cool stuff. And That's cool. Yeah, I got somebody handed me some backstage passes for that, and I didn't go. It was, yeah, I guess Dozer, the Rolling Stones were playing, Dozer, the Who, you should all have kinds gone. of different bands. Yeah, Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. Right. It was really, really good. Really I good. wish you had gone. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I was filming a movie. Oh, well, that's so, a good excuse. Yeah, there's no time to get away. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, here, let me run out to the desert. Well, listen. And then come right back and start filming. Yeah. That's a pretty good excuse to miss it. I'll let you, I'll let you slide. Oh, well, thanks. Well, thanks. Now, uh, speaking of sliding, let's, let's let everyone get to know you first. Okay. Your name is Hillary Shepard. That's me. You're um, a Los Angeles native? I'm actually from Long Island. I uh-huh. used to talk like this. Really? And when I talk to my mother on the phone, I still talk like this. But I <laughs> lived in L.A. a long time until I met Tim, who lives in Newport Beach. And now... He's so Southern California, too. I moved over to be a Newport Beach, so I'm a Newport Beach girl now. Nice. That's but, you don't, but you don't even talk like that anymore. Which You don't even sound like you're from Long Island. Wait, let's... Uh, I'll say Orange. Orange. Instead of Orange. So every time I say Orange County, Tim gets hysterical. And <laughs> I, say, I say Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my two holdouts. Right. That's it. But I moved to L.A. I went to Northwestern University and mm-hmm. studied acting. And then I was transferred to USC. And once I got out to California, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not stuck. going back. I'm not That's going not back. That's not happening. No Snow and shopping malls. No. No. And so um, how, what did you do when you first got out here? So you went to college. I went to college. I always wanted what to be an the, actress. What was the first thing you did? Um, well, I the very first thing I did, I got a movie. I had one line in a movie to get my SAG card mm-hmm. because a friend of a friend knew a director type thing. And I, I actually got to shoot in New York. It was called Soup for One. And then I just did plays at USC and I would write to agents and directors to come see me. And of course, no one did. Mm-hmm. So then uh, one night, Daryl and I decided to go see this guy called Pee Wee Herman, who was doing a late night show at this place called Uh, The Groundlings. And it was this, it was at midnight. It was really raunchy and hysterical. And we're like, what is this theater? And we found out it was a comedy improv theater. So I started to take classes. It's not that theater that Pee Wee got busted in. It was not. That was a (laughs) porn theater in Florida. And that is not where I got my start. Thank you for clarifying that, Dozer. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure we're clear <laughs> clear on that one. 
So I just started taking classes there, and it, and it was with Phil Hartman was there, and Elvira, who, and um, Kathy Griffin, and um, who, who is Elvira, by the way? Uh, her, her name is uh, Cassandra Peterson. She's uh-huh. hilarious. Yeah. So there was all these brilliant comedians there, and I ended up being in the company at the Groundlings, John Lovitz and Phil Hartman, and wow, at everybody. This, and it was incredible training. You learn how to think on your feet. You you take suggestions from the audience and do comedy, and it was the best training I could have had. And from there, people started to see me, and I started to get jobs. And I also, at the same time, had an all-girl rock and roll band. Daryl and I started called. Um, American girls, and uh-huh. we were discovered by the police's manager, Miles Copeland. No and so we were doing our band at the same time. And at, back then, nobody did that. Either mm-hmm. you were an actor or you were a musician, and it wasn't a plus. People mm-hmm. kept telling me I had to choose, and I really didn't want to. So, of course, I was out on the road with my band when everybody auditioned for Saturday Night Live. Right. <laughs> and I missed that. Because um, you're, you're kind of a funny chick. I really, yeah, yeah, I am kind you of know, funny. The more I get to know you, not just you, funny you, looking. You, yeah, I never said you were funny looking. You're stunning. <laughs> oh, stunning. thank you. Absolutely That's stunning. So sweet. But uh, the more I get to know you, the more I get to see your sense of humor. And you are a very funny, funny oh, woman. Thank you. You know, I comedy. Why comedy is the best thing in life? I think even that's one thing I love about Tim. Um, my partner is because even in the most the darkest times he can make me laugh and mm-hmm. that's a true testament you gotta laugh right you gotta see the humor and everything I, I was raised in a very funny family and everyone was very caustic and sarcastic in my family and you had to keep up mm-hmm. and I also was a very funny looking child growing up I had like one eyebrow and really thick glasses <laughs> and I was like five foot ten and weighed like you know 90 pounds right. and everyone called me olive oil so in order to get friends I had to be funny and for <laughs> people to pay attention to me so how hard was it uh to be a stand-up comic? Um, I really was never a stand-up. I was an improv mm-hmm. um, comedian, really. So uh, we would do sketches that we wrote, and mm-hmm. then we'd also then take suggestions from the audience, and then we'd, do, we'd just improv and on that. bring it to life right there. Right there. You, you know, just kind of like, um, who was a like musician? what we're doing right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what he was doing the other night with the, oh, the songs. yeah, and Kelly James. You'd just take suggestions from the audience. Also, I would come out of share, and I'd say, you know, give me some topics, and then I'd sing... You know, gypsies, tramps, and thieves, that kind of... But I'd use whatever things you said, you know. Right. And I would sing, and you'd have to be funny, and you'd have to rhyme, and you had to be on point. And you know, Can some you still nights, do it? you know what? It's a muscle. And um, I, the Groundlings have asked me to come back and guest star because mm-hmm. and I, I'd have to go and really practice with them for a bit before I could do it. But in every job I do, I improvise. Um, I was the evil queen on the Power Rangers, uh, Diva Tox, and they let me just have free reign. And, and you're I such a toxic diva. I got to be really funny. The director just let me fly whatever came out of my mouth, and uh-huh. um, so I've used it in almost every job you know uh, that I've ever had. So it's always comes in handy being able to improvise. Right. Some people don't like it. When I was on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, if you wanted to say "and" instead of "the," they had to call the front office and check. They really? were so specific. Their fans watch you so closely. They know everything, so they didn't let you improvise at all. But most jobs, they'll let you. That's crazy. Now, speaking of your um, your uh, Power Rangers thing, Diva mm-hmm. Talks. Yeah. How did that start off? Well, because you, know, you are like a superhero yourself in like Comic Con world. Yes, everybody I have loves a, you. They I come, have. they flock to you. <laughs> I have a certain demographic that really it's it's been awesome. I mean, I 
auditioned just like it was another audition. I didn't know what the power. I knew what the Power Rangers was. Mm -hmm. It was a huge phenomenon. But I had a, a daughter and she didn't watch it. So uh -huh. I'd never seen it. I got lost on my way to the audition. And I knew it was a huge lead and a huge movie. And I thought they're not going to give it to me. I'm just going right. to turn around. And something inside of me said, just try to. This is before, you know, Google Maps and that kind of right. thing. What year was, was it, the this Power Rangers? This is in 1997. Okay. So I turned around i finally found the audition i was very late i got there and the character's a bitch and she's a diva and i was kind of a bitch and a diva because i was late and yeah. um the director and the head of saban who owns all the power rangers had remembered me he'd seen me in a very crappy movie years ago called hunk and his he was married at the time to the i was in that movie too you were hunk i was hunk. i recognize you i thought that was you i, I know i thought that was you too <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he had, he had seen me, uh, he came to the set and had seen me, by the way, Brad Pitt was an extra on that movie sitting behind me the whole time. And I never even talked to him or noticed him. Yeah. He was my body. He double. was oh, right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and, um, so he remembered me from that. And that's a great lesson as an actor. Cause you never know who's going to see your work and remember you and hire you later. And he did. And he said, I'd always wanted to work with uh, you. And it was supposed to, the job was supposed to go to Grace Jones and mm. I ended up getting it. And the day I found out, I got the movie was the day I found out I was pregnant and I was like, oh no, I'm going to be in a corset and a cape and heels and uh -huh. can I do this? And I, I thought, I'm just not going to tell them. So I told the, uh, costume designer just to make sure my corset could be let out right and i'm very long-waisted and i don't show till later so i thought i'm just gonna go for it and it worked for my and the fans were loving you They're i know like, exactly <laughs> they hey, said, uh, hey. <laughs> when it was time to shoot the series they're like listen uh came back from the the you know the tv they want you to have a different costume because your boobs are way too big i'm like they won't be big by then these are just pregnancy <laughs> boobs <laughs> and actually someone else played my character were like way higher <laughs> exactly. nine months down the road <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's when the film is shot out of sequence so you can kind of see right <laughs> whoop, whoop, for them going up and down so um so i someone else shot uh, had to play my part was while i was giving birth a mm -hmm. woman named carol hoyt played me and um I guess uh, they just they kept calling me and saying, "Did you have the baby yet? Did you have the baby yet?" I'm like, "You will be the first Hurry call." Hurry up and get back. <laughs> I get so I I called her the evil baby. The evil baby was born, and I went back to work and took her to work with me. And I was also shooting Star Trek at the same time. And so, what's your baby's name besides Evil Baby? Her name is Diva Talks. No, her <laughs> name is Scarlett Turner. She's actually oh, a very a big um, YouTube. Uh, girl, she's got a huge following, really? and um, she loves to make her YouTube videos. And she's studying production design at Chapman. She was also a model, and um, but she's a feminist, so she mm. wasn't loving modeling. But um, my other daughter, Cassidy, is my older daughter works at Refinery Twenty Nine. She's a photographer. She's very artsy too. But neither of my daughters ever watched the Power Rangers or ever cared. Right. And years go by, and I would get notes like, please come to our Comic-Con, and I would think, nobody's going to know me. I don't want to sit there, and I'd get ones from Star Trek, too, and I don't know what... Oh, I wrote a book called uh, She's This. It's a YA novel, and I was promoting my book, and my publicist said, you know, you, sh you got to go to these Comic-Cons, and I thought, oh, I'll give it a try, but no one's going to know me, and I went, and I was shocked. Just I mean, blown away. People who remembered me from their childhood, they, they, they came dressed as me. No way. Showered me so much love. Did you have so big lines love. of people down the oh, road? Oh, yeah. Like, it hey, was incredible. I was shocked. I could, people, not just for me, but for all the Power Rangers, the people would just line up and wait, and they were so sweet. And, you know, I did panels, and they would ask me questions. And from all, I, I think I did 40 episodes and the movie, and I, you know, they knew everything. They knew my lines. They quoted everything. They had my dog. 
dolls. A couple came from Australia just to meet me so I could sign their doll. And it was so nice because as an actor, you don't. Man, you have an action figure doll. I do have You're an action figure doll. You're the first one to doll. ever have an action I'm figure doll. I'm a first woman. First woman. Yeah, female from Power Rangers. Um, yeah. Evil. Yeah, evil character. So I have uh, a Barbie-sized doll, and then I have a tiny kind of two-inch doll, too, in my submarine and all my little evil creatures around me. That's a hard one that to find, a cool. play set. My daughters used to um, play with it and have beat up their Barbies with it and say, my, you said I didn't have to go to bed. Your doll said I didn't have to. <laughs> that kind of stuff. And then also when they were little, it, um, I would go to birthday parties with them, and there'd be someone would come to the party dressed, you know, the Pink Power Ranger, uh-huh. and I'd just be a mom in the kitchen, and they'd be the Evil Queen's in the kitchen. She's gonna destroy you. You have to leave. And I'd have to tell the kids, No, I'm off duty. I'm not gonna hurt anyone. Right. It was very confusing. Now, do you get paid? For being at those comic cons, um, yes, you they pay you. And that's it, your time that you're putting out there. Yes, but I, I'd imagine they also yeah, pay, you, pay pretty dang good too. They do, and it's really sweet. Um, you get a, an appearance fee, and um, you charge different things for your autograph and um, for different things. And sometimes you you just give out free, or they pay you an appearance fee. It works different each way, but they fly you there. I I've been to Europe and all Ooh. over America to little towns, and people just come out and. And see you, and I get great feedback because I did some off Broadway. But other than that, you don't get your automatic feedback. You do a movie, it goes out into the universe. Right. And if you're not like Brad Pitt or someone, I'm you know famous, you just you just never know. And sure. another huge thing is um, people. I was on the Golden Girls, and that seems to surface a lot. And I uh-huh. have a lot of funny fans from that. And it was just in the um, New York Daily News that they are doing action an action figure of me from the Golden Girls too. Oh wow! <laughs> so, I was an aerobics cool. instructor. Woo! <laughs> you were the hot young one. Uh, I was, might I we was say. in the eighties. You're the only young yes, one. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. I was not one of the Golden Girls. Yeah, <laughs> I was a guest star kind of on it. Aging you right there. And you're not that old. <laughs> but um, now, Star Trek. That's an oh, incredible. That movie. was incredible. So I was on the TV series Deep Space Nine. Uh-huh. And I was uh, one of my first characters. I played a character that you couldn't even see was me. I had this blue makeup done um, by Stan Winston, a very famous um, uh, special effects artist. Mm-hmm. I had to get there at four in the morning, and they put this, took them eight hours to do my makeup. Um, I, you couldn't even tell it was me. And my entire character was maybe f- four page dialogue uh, monologue and, I, and it was in a, some of it was in another alien language and I had to do it perfectly and I had to do one take because they were going to blow up my pot I got killed at the uh-huh. end so I get on the set and I have I can barely speak because my mouth is like this and um, now are they using that latex paint yes. that I used the other night uh, it was that you know how my face was all white yes, like that? yeah it was yeah. like that but I actually had a mold on my face because I had gills right. and I it was thick 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 and I could it was kind of constricting and it was very hard to talk and um, so they we start shooting and they go cut cut what what are you saying and I said oh I'm reading I'm the script you sent me they and they're like you didn't get the new script? And I'm like, uh, no. And there's like, we're so sorry, but we have a new script and we don't have any, t- you've got to just memorize this and go because we don't have time. It was so stressful. And I, and I had to say it word for word and it was a foreign made up language right. and one take. And so that was one of the, most, I was sweating under that mask. I bet. And I thought I'd never hear from them again. And then they called me a couple months later and said, we'd love you to do another part. And obviously you didn't die in the pod. No, I did. I died in the pod. Got, End of my character. Died. But I came back as a different character and no one knew it was me because I had no makeup on. I got to play mm. a genetically altered superhuman. 
So I got to look like me. And, and when I go to these conventions and people realize I'm those two characters, they can't believe it. Um, wow. I played um, a char- my second character, Lauren, was in an insane asylum because I was genetically altered to be the most uh, the smartest woman in the universe. Mm-hmm. But something went a little wrong and I had... Um, kind of a sex problem. <laughs> so <laughs> Don't I would, we all? I would hit on everyone, and so <laughs> I had to be put away. So um, I got to sing and dance and do all these things because my character could do everything perfectly. And so that was a great character, and we tried to take over the ship, and I clunk the captain over the head and steal their <laughs> uniforms. And we, <laughs> it was really, really fun. So I got to play two different characters on that show. That's cool. How long did that go on for? It was um, three episodes, and then it got canceled, and it was not my fault. Right. So it, I think it had been on for three or four years at that time. So I only got to do one season. Now, is, was that with uh, Jean-Luc Picard or? Uh, the captain. Who's the captain on that one? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. I should know that. You should know this. I should Come know on. it. He's part of your cast. I'll get back to you on that. Part of your crew. <laughs> <laughs> but then you did the movie as well. No, no. Just the, I just did the series. I okay. didn't do the Star Trek movies. No, just the series. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Power Rangers was movie and series. Gotcha. And get your Comic-Con straight, Dozer. Jeez. You, you know, I went to my first Comic-Con, and it was only, you by, did go? It was only by accident. Uh. It was two years ago. <laughs> I was in Orlando, Florida, and I was going there for a convention of some sorts, and I think they called it Megacon or something like yes. that. Yes. And so it was my first thing. I'm like, what the hell is this going on here? I had to go in there. I got pictures. I got pictures of dudes, man, just all dressed up so badass with guns. Oh, yeah. And I got in there, took pictures with them, and I just started scouting the whole place. I was like, this is It's a whole nother universe. Yeah. My son was so pissed when I came home, and I told him. I started sending him these photos, and he's like, no way, man, because he was only 13 at the oh, time, right? bad daddy. I know. I felt like a bad dad. Oh, it's dad. so much fun. Because if I would have known, I would have been like, okay, well, I'm at this convention. You're over here. <laughs> he would have been in heaven. Oh, it was. it's really, really funny. I mean, people have the most elaborate costumes, and they have costume contests, and, and people really go for it. I have had so many great... I love when people dress up as me and come mm-hmm. see me, and I love when they send me pictures of them. There's two drag queens that dress up as me all the time, and they're really good. They look better <laughs> than I do. <laughs> if we were all in a contest, they would win. <laughs> What's some of the weirdest, weirdest things you've seen there? Oh, there's so much weird stuff. There's these things called, now sorry about this if you're listening, fluffies, but um, they're plushies or fluffies and they they dress up as the animals. They're in the other yeah, stuffed animal outfits and uh-huh. sometimes they're, um, they just want to cuddle you. But they, <laughs> sometimes they just dress in their stuffed animal outfit and just kind of stare at me, you know, and just stand by my table so longingly. Creepy. Yeah, there's some creepy stuff. I'm not, yeah, those aren't my favorite. But yeah. there's some, Great costumes, too. Have you ever brought Tim with you? I want him to love me, so no, I do not bring him with me. No. <laughs> I always get a plus one, and they're like, don't, you know, we, we'll send you two tickets and two per diems. And yeah, yeah, bring, it, so bring him as your own fluffy. Dress him as a fluffy. Oh, my God. He would be so good. Tim. Find your favorite little animal suit that you can dress him, him up hamster. as. He's going as a hamster. A hamster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's really a sweet gerbil. about it is um, I've become friends <laughs> with all the other Power Ranger girls, the pink Power Ranger and all that. Mm-hmm. And we go together to these cons. And I've 
in when I was in the movie, I was always trying to destroy them and I was in my spaceship or I was always screaming and yelling at them. So I didn't really get to know them. And now I've gotten to know them. So we do a lot of the cons together and I've met some really other really cool actors and fun people. I bet. A lot of the Walking Dead people um, do it. I, you know, the Star Trek people. So you, you, you meet some cool people and I've gotten to be friends with a lot of the other Power Rangers and yeah. I don't want to destroy them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and with um, every year, new shows come out, all kinds of cool stuff. Like you were just saying, The Walking Dead and now you've got like Strained and whatever, all these different shows that come out. So you're seeing all kinds of cool stuff as you're there, not just from the old days. Oh, yeah. From Star Wars but to, all the way to now. Walking Dead, everything. And that's what's so good about it. And I think there's su there's such a community of people that love science fiction. And they, it's they're in their heyday. You know, they, they have a great time. And, and more. And it's, it used to be a little taboo for actors to do cons. It was kind of like a secret thing that you didn't really want to mm -hmm. talk about. And now everyone does them. The biggest stars come and yeah. people love them. It's there's There was more and more of them. And it's not such a taboo thing anymore to go do it yeah i know um you there's that guy kevin smith yeah the director. Uh -huh, sure he has that podcast called hollywood babylon and so i'm a huge fan of that oh, and cool. he's a massive comic con fan and so he's always talking about yeah when i was at comic con and i'm doing this and blah 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 so yeah it's kind of got me wanting to go okay i want to i want to go see more of this you know? well yeah i think you know you would well, i'm not going to dress up as anybody uh, i may be a fluffy you're not gonna be a i might be a, fluffy. be a fluffy you and tim yeah fluffies. Me and tim will walk around Matching fluffies. fluffies. yeah i'll go as a koala bear yeah i think it's interesting to see you know who who you, who are fans there's so many famous people that are fans of other you know genres too and um it's really fun to see that do you think other movie stars dress up as fluffies just so that just they can so walk they can... around and not be seen do you know what you just hit on a huge secret that i'm not supposed to say but yes i ha i do know some big movie stars that do dress up not as fluffies but as, as uh, else. furries or whatever they're called but as something else and they do love to go in disguise and walk around and, and trip people out and people don't know it's them and yeah. they get to actually be a fan too and go around and, and you know buy things and look and there's also cool stuff to buy there there's a lot of vendors and uh -huh. comic books and incredible artists and it's well, really fun cool. and I've gotten to see all the, so much of America when I was touring with my band I got to see a lot of America that was back you know in the late 80s mm -hmm. and now again I get to go to places I'd never really you know would ever have gone to now speaking of your band you were a bass player in your band yes so was, who did the band consist of okay. so you were on bass we had very, a lot of incarnations of the band when it first started uh, Daryl Hannah and I started it she was playing keyboards Louise mm -hmm. Goffin who is um, Carol King's daughter she mm -hmm. was guitar I was bass and Bree Howard was drums and D.B. Tressler who was the guitar player now I did not know how to play the bass and Sting actually gave me my first bass lessons. Really? And How was, lucky are you? It was very hard for me to concentrate. And um, <laughs> he hit, because we had the same manager, and um, he just, he I wrote songs, and Miles Copeland loved my songs, and he liked my voice and what I had to say. Miles so, and Stuart must be brothers, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Stuart's the drummer. Miles was their manager. And right. he sort of wanted to put a band together. They had the Go-Go's on IRS. They had the Bangles, but they couldn't act, so he wanted to get actresses. He was ahead of his time, really, uh -huh. who you know could play so that's how he decided that i was the bass player so i wasn't very good 
And um, but I, I wrote really good songs and I loved performing, but I was not a great bass player. And I was also I'm a lefty and mm -hmm. I was very hard to find people to teach me to play that way. So um, eventually, we Daryl was doing Splash, and so she got kicked out of the band. <laughs> we had, we, if we even bring this up, we still fight about it. This is the yeah. only fight that we have years later. <laughs> and um, so there's people actually bring my record to Comic-Cons, and they have me sign it. There's one record, American Girls. Daryl was not in the lineup. But then Miko Watanabe then played bass, and I was just playing percussion, bass so sometimes. And I sang. And Brie Howard, who is oh, a drummer, she sang we're as get well. You to sing on this no, I, I'm no, not I'm going kidding. to. Thank I'm, you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. a great singer. Uh, Brie had a really great voice, but I was more of a performer, and I loved it. It was yeah. really fun. Did you guys have any top hits? We had a hit, one hit in Japan uh -huh. <laughs> called American Girls. We did, never had any hits. We had just one record out. Yeah, we were big in Japan. Is Woo! it one of those things that I can Google up? And yes, I can, you'll yeah. find me and you'll see the video, I'm sure. And yeah, it. so Brie and I traded off singing. Um, the video that they did for the song that I wrote, American Girls, um, she's singing. I, I think I'm singing some of it. But yeah, you'll be able to find it. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote songs for movies. I wrote um, a song that's very very popular with little girls and now they're all grown up in a movie called Troop Beverly Hills that I was in I wrote the yeah, song I remember that. Cookie Time which is um, a song that they sing in the movie it's not just in the background and um, it's funny how that song just doesn't go away I, mm -hmm. people freak out when they found out that I've written the song Cookie Time <laughs> what about uh, books you know, you're writing songs, yes, you're acting, I, all kinds of stuff. Yes. Have you ever written any books? Yes, I have. I have um, a, a YA novel out called Jesus. It takes place in the future. Mm -hmm. And um, it's sort of my vision of what the what happens to the planet. And it's about two little girls who live in a protected forest and the rest of the world is just completely destroyed. And what happens to them? And it's strange. I wrote it about four years ago and a lot of the stuff that I write about is coming true, so it's interesting. It's weird how that happens. It, it's huh? really strange, and um, it's got a little bit of a cult following, and um, from that, uh, my best friend, Daryl, Hannah, mm -hmm. um, got a book deal, and she hired me to write the book with her, and it's called Wild Love. We're working on it right now, and it should be out in the summer, and it's um, about all her encounters with wild animals that she's mm -hmm. had. Um, she's like Dr. Doolittle. She's had the most incredible things happen to her with wild wolves and right. dolphins, and so we write My it. friends call me Dr. Doolittle as well. Well, there you go. But I'm, a, I'm kind Kind of opposite. I'm a bow hunter. Oh. And yeah, I know your face just went, oh my God, really? They should call you Dr. Death, not Dr. <laughs> Duo. <laughs> but you know, I get, it seems like all the animals come to me. Wow. So. Um, yeah, she's like that. She's got an energy about her. So we write, we're writing about each encounter and what was happening in her life at the time and also what that animal, the spirit of that animal and whether it's endangered mm -hmm. and we have great, great pictures and it should be out in the summer. Wild love. That's awesome. Now, back in the day when you guys had your band um, and Daryl left to go do the oh. movie Splash. <laughs> Poor Daryl had to go star in Splash and right. be a huge star. <laughs> Did she say, hey, Hillary, come join the movie with me? No, she did no. not. She says my name in the movie. She and I, we have done movies together, and she's been incredible that way. Anytime uh -huh. she could get me a part or help me, I, we were, I was in Tack of the Thirty Foot Woman with him. Her, we actually did Adam's Family together without knowing. That was we were cast both cast without know. They didn't even know we knew each other. So that was really fun. Mm -hmm. But um, 
she was I was off with my band touring and she was doing Splash, but she did mention my name in the movie. When Tom Hanks says to her, you know, um, what's your name? And she goes <laughs> like a dolphin. She said, well, what's a human name? And, and, and he said, well, you can be named Jennifer or Hillary. That was and she said, say Hillary. So a shout out to Hillary. So <laughs> that was all I do in Splash. That was good. That was good. <laughs> did, did your name get in the credits? Oh, at the gosh, end? No, 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 no. It's just Tom Hanks saying my name. Say That's, my name. Say my name. I haven't seen that movie in so It's such a good long. movie. You know, they're doing a remake of oh, it. Really? Yes. With Channing Tatum as the merman. Mm and so he's doing Daryl's part right. so that's really going to be funny I think it should be hilarious he's yeah I don't know who's actor. playing the Tom Hanks part but some funny actress I'm sure yeah I wonder let's see who could play that part I don't know I don't know either I don't know but anyway it's, I'm sure it's probably going to be pretty good yes it will be so, not um, as good as the original because no one could be better than Daryl <laughs> I know you guys have been best friends since how did you guys meet Oh, gosh, we randomly met. Were you teenagers? Um, yeah, 16 and 17. Yeah. And we were, um, I was at Northwestern. Uh, I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. I was 17. She was still in high school. We randomly met at a concert and we were both wearing army jumpsuits with cowboy boots. And we just kind of looked at each other. And, it and was you're just, both the same height. Probably yeah, we kind of looked alike. She was the, we called negative versions of each other. She had white, white hair and I was dark. And it was just one of those things. And we've been best friends ever since. That's cool. She's been a really, really great um, friend to me. And um, Did you guys ever fight? The one fight we had was over the band. And we didn't speak for like three years. <laughs> and if you mention it still, the fight will start again. So really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We don't mention the band. I might. Don't mention the band. Those are, don't start the fight. <laughs> Yeah, that was the only fight we've ever had. And then when we made up, it was so funny. We just sort of had lunch and we just said we missed each other. And then we didn't even get into it. And we just kept going. We just yeah. kept rolling. And that's that was how, it. That's how the real best friends are. Yeah, we didn't rehash it. We didn't, you know, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills it. We just, you know, yeah. just got on with it. Now, um, speaking of people that you love, um, you have this partner right over here who's just sitting oh, here meditating. My handsome man. He's so beautiful. Yeah, he reminds me of Rob Lowe. I look at you him. keep calling him Rob Lowe? I can't help it. He and looks just like Rob he's Lowe. He's got one of those beautiful faces, I gotta say. And he's got a beautiful soul. He he's really does. such an incredible guy. Thank um, you. He is the chiropractor for the WSL. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know what the WSL is. That's the World Surf League. And the guy's... I've I've heard about him for years and really? years and years and years and years. <laughs> Legendary. Yeah. So the, I was excited when Bob Hurley was oh. like, "Hey, I want to bring Tim Brown on this trip," and uh, and then I didn't even know about you yet. Now you're really excited. Now I'm really you're excited. Super now, excited. Now I've got two new friends. <laughs> Yay! You know that's that's what I look at. So that's awesome. Um, We're so happy to meet you. Making friends to me is the most important thing in my life. I don't care about anything else. Oh, that's now so I know sweet. that I'm going to be able to hang out with you guys all the time. And he rocked me with a killer shirt the other day. Oh wow, his Intelliskin. Oh, yes. how great is that? Intelliskin is um, Tim invented this uh, these shirts that pull you into the correct po- correct posture. Posture. Yes. So if you're hunched over your computer all day, like most of us are, this just pulls you back. And his bra, he has these incredible bra and workout thing, outfits that I love. I don't, I don't need one of the bras, Tim. Okay. <laughs> They're called bros for the, for the guys. <laughs> for the <No>. bros? <laughs> but yeah, I, oh, I'm so lucky that I, I get to wear rock my IntelliSkins all the time. So tell me, how did you guys meet? 
We met on a blind date. It was so crazy. I had a book agent who I'd never even saw again, and um, she set us up on this blind date, and he was actually here in Tavarua, and I emailed him, and he said his, he had very, um, his Wi-Fi really wasn't working, and he got one email, and it was from me. And so um, I drove down to Newport, and I didn't even know where it was so from LA. So that was LA. eight years ago. Nine and a half years ago. Nine and a half years ago. Because yeah, he was just eight. telling me when it was the last time he was here. Yeah, nine, more than yeah. that, because... Um, Nine and a half, yeah. So um, I remember driving down to Newport, and Daryl's like on the phone with me, going, you know, you just, if you, you turn around right now, I don't, we don't know him, and how do you know it's going to be okay? And it was during the day, and uh -huh. I said, I'll stay on the phone with you; it'll be fine. And um, I was early, and I, and I also a doctor in Newport. I mean, all I've known is rock and rollers or mm -hmm. actors, and I was thinking, this is going to be such a waste of time. Like, why am I doing this? And right. then I took then one look at him, and I was guy. like. My whole heart just went, uh, hey. the universe warped, the planet <laughs> <Viewers>. shook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I sat down and I was like, get a hold of yourself, girl. Jeez, you know, it's just a guy. And I was, I loved him. Love at first sight. It, it really is a thing. And we, I was in LA, he was in Newport and it was a schlep. You know, we only saw each other on the weekends. I had right. two young daughters at home still. And he, he, we just made it through somehow. And. You're like, I'm not driving back to L.A. tonight. Yeah. Uh -uh. I was like, kids, you're on your own. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's busy. Mommy's, Have some uh, gum for I breakfast. Whatever. I flat tire. Yeah. I'm staying at <laughs> Auntie Daryl's Beach House yeah, tonight. Yeah. You guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the 7-Eleven, get a Slurpee for breakfast. You'll be fine. Right. And, um, yeah, he's been incredible. So I decided uh, when my oldest daughter went to college, I took my littler one and moved down to Newport and... We live on a beautiful canal, and we get to stand up paddle, and I have a whole different life, a quiet, beautiful cool. life that I don't even get in my car some days. Is this your first trip to Tavarua? To Tavarua, yes. I've been to Namali a couple times to mm -hmm. dive, and then I Turtle Island. Daryl and I got to go last year uh, to Turtle Island because they wanted her to see the eco um, things they were doing mm -hmm. there. So we ha we got a free trip, and that was paradise. Daryl and I left Neil and Tim, and we went. <laughs> and I kept telling Tim about it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, but Tavarua. So when it was Tim's big birthday this year, we're, we decided to do it, and now I'm never going anywhere else. <laughs> so Tim had a big birthday this year. Oh, what, yeah. Really? What was it? What do you think? Because I didn't hear anything 21? about it. Uh, yeah, I was thinking right around that 30 he turned 60, people. No way. Rob Lowe. No way. He's, yeah, it's crazy. Well, luckily, he was here to help share mine as well, too. Yeah, you got, you both had birthdays. We both had big birthdays. You turned 50. I turned 50. Wow, both of them. You, you, if you guys could see what I see, I got these two hunky men in front of me. Wow. Woo! 50 and 60 year olds is the new 20 and 30, people. That's what I'm saying, because, you know... Um, I'm kind of still blown away. I was like, how the hell did I get here? I know. Isn't it weird? It was like, I was just 20 the other day. Yeah. Seems like. I, I am. Also now I'm 50? No, I you're not. Yeah, I can't believe it. We were saying we keep forgetting how old we are because, you know, I go out and I'm just surfing kitty land and, right. and paddling and I'm exhausted. I'm like, wow, my body's not listening to me that much anymore. But well, my body took a crap when I turned 50. It's only no. been six days. <laughs> no, no, no. And my back went out. I got a <laughs> right cold. Right at 50. <laughs> I was just like, 
holy crap, man, turn 50 <laughs> sucks. Well, you look good, so that's all that matters. So if if I go into coughing or I sound like I'm stuffed I up, can do CPR. You, you oh, wait, what? there's a doctor in the house. There's a he's doctor right there. in the house. Exactly. He'll save you. Yeah, he's giving, so, me, he's giving me a kidney massage as we talk. Girls, let me tell you. Marry a doctor. What can I say? I'd like it better if he was a plastic surgeon, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't that would have been really good. Surgeon. Oh, thank you. But speaking of docs, you really should be looking out here right now because I'm watching some killer sets come in at Cloudbreak. There's only one boat out, and it looks <gasps> Tim, like get it's out there. solid. I'm seeing some black holes. Black holes, that usually means barrels. So... Um, the set just came through, Tim, so just watch for the next set to come, and I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Awesome. Don't mean to sidetrack this conversation, but hey, look at the view. <laughs> I mean, how can you not? How can it's you not? It's so beautiful here, people. It's We're so paradise. lucky. We're so lucky, and I hope everybody gets to come to Fiji. God, I hope everybody gets a chance to come here. Just the Tavarua alone. Oh, Tavarua is beyond anything. Heart-shaped island in the middle of the South Pacific. <laughs> it's love. We had, we had one guy ask a chick to marry him the oh, other that's day. Right, we had yesterday. an engagement. It seems to happen every single time. This place is just Dozer. romance. Look around. What about Desiree? Where'd she go? She ran off. She, she ran knew off. that question was coming. <laughs> she was. She looked no, a little I'm scared. Kidding. <laughs> I also want to tell everyone I have a TV movie coming out on December 11th. It's called A Husband for Christmas. It's with Vivica Fox and Eric Roberts. Nice. And it's Vivica Fox. Be I remember her from Independence the, Day. She's really good. She was yeah. great to work with. Um, I play her nemesis and she was awesome mm. on the Ion Network. And I have a movie out right now called 6616 Warlock that you can find on Amazon and on DirecTV and things like that where I play another, a witch come back from the dead. I kind of specialize in witches. Yeah, I don't know. I, I gather that. Do they put like a one of those big warts on your nose? No, I get to be a beautiful witch. Nice. I get to look like myself. Finally. <laughs> Thank God. It's I about know. time. <laughs> well, I am very, very stoked that you were here with me for this trip. And we're able to sit down and do this podcast with well, me. Well, thank you so much. I had a great time. And I look forward to some more great days and crazy nights with oh, yeah, Dozer. We have, we have a lot more. Now, where can people find you on uh, social media? Do you have a website? Do you yes, Facebook, I have a, Instagram, Twitter. I have a Facebook fan page, The Real Diva Talks, because I guess there's a lot of Diva uh -huh. Talks fan pages out there. So The Real Diva The Real Diva, Diva, Diva Talks. Talks on Facebook. And I have Twitter. Um, I think my Twitter is Hillary Shepard. I don't even know. And my Instagram is Hillary Shepard. Okay. <laughs> I should know these things. What about a website? Uh, just my Facebook fan page. That's it. Cool. And if people want to see your old band, they should just YouTube up American YouTube Girls. YouTube it. American Girls. American Woo. Girls. I love it. Because you know that's what I'm going to do as soon as we finish <laughs> this podcast. Hopefully there. it's on there. Yeah. And um, and then look for your movies that are out right now. Yeah. And coming cool. out. That's right. Really excited. Thank you. Well, thank thank you, you, Hillary. you so much. Thank you so much for being okay. on the show. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And until next week, uh, hooey ho. Hooey ho. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And don't forget, you can check me out on Instagram at Dozer Dave. On Facebook at Dozer Dave Barnett and on Twitter at Dozer Dave Knows. Also on my website, doznose.com, and that way you can see all the guests in depth, what they're about, links to their websites, and all kinds of killer uh, videos and photos and stuff. So um, 
I want to give a big shout out to my sponsors. If you guys ever plan on coming to the Big Island, you know that's my backyard. So make sure you guys go hit Kona Boys. They've been serving up gear for Island Life in Aloha since 1996. They're the one-stop shop for ocean fun. They operate a legit selection of local style activities, including historical va'a rides, which is the outrigger canoe, paddleboard tours, and lessons. And uh, they're one of the only companies permitted to do kayak tours in Kalakakua Bay. That's where Captain Cook discovered and then also perished <laughs> in Hawaii. If you need rentals for boards, bikes, boogies, and other beach goodies, Kona Boys is your spot. Go see Frank and Brock. They've got two locations, one down in the King Kamehameha Beach Hotel and one down in Captain Cook. Um, just tell them you heard it on Doe's Nose, whether you're in the shop or on their website at konaboys.com, and you can get 15% off with promo code Doe's Nose. So go check them out. Uh, Maverick Sport Fishing in Kona. It's the best, best fishing in the world is right here in Kona, and you guys can jump on this 40-foot beautiful boat that's air-conditioned with all the top gear. They specialize in half-day charters, three-quarter-day charters, full-day charters, and overnight charters. You can find them online at mavericksportfishingkona.com or call Captain Trevor Child at 808-896-7985 and tell him you heard it on Doe's Nose. He'll hook you up, literally. <laughs> hook you up. Yeah, that's funny. But anyway... Uh, original Nutritionals. They're not your regular meathead supplement brand. It's just pure, basic, and essential food and supplements to support what they call a clean athlete lifestyle. My buddy Logan founded the company with a food-first approach, working with average men and women like you and I to the best action sports stars and team sport athletes in the world. These guys know how to do it right. Head over to OriginalNutritionals.com. Grab what you need for listening. All you got to do is once again enter promo code DOZENOSE at checkout and get 15% off. That's 15% off with DOZENOSE at checkout. Kona Coffee and Tea. That's where I get my morning crack on every single morning. They have the best coffee on the planet. They grow up on the, on the slopes of Hualalai. Bring it down for us every day. Freshly roasted so that you can enjoy it as good as I do. Um, check them out at KonaCoffeeAndTea.com. You guys live anywhere else other than Kona, you can order it right through the website, and um, it's the best coffee ever. They'll hook you up. It's really killer. GoPro. GoPro has been transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves engaged in their sport GoPro has become a standard for how people capture themselves engaged in their interests, whatever they may be. From extreme to mainstream, professional to consumer, GoPro enables the world to capture and share its passion in the form of immersive and engaging content. They have all kinds of cool new goodies out. They just came out with the GoPro 5, which is badass. It's voice activated and will do anything that you guys can ever dream about. They've got the new drone coming out. I'm excited. I can't wait to play with it. Um, for more information, go to GoPro.com or connect with them on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, or LinkedIn. How about Hurley? 
I'm really, really impressed with Hurley right now because they have all the top stars on the planet wearing their phantom board shorts. And speaking of top stars, we have uh, Chris Amore, who just won the contest in Portugal. Yes, she's Team Hurley. And now we have John John Florence, who, by the time this thing airs, um, might possibly be the next world champion. And, of course, he is a Hurley team rider. So go check him out. Get your phantom board shorts or get any of their other cool gear um, at Hurley.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And until next week, uh, hooey ho. Everybody knows.